It's Saturday morning at 10 a.m., so you know what that means. It's time for What's Up, Ocala? With tens of thousands of viewers every month on our YouTube channel and millions so far on TikTok, we are joined by our host, local owner and broker of Great Expectations Realty, Andrea Praber. Good morning. Welcome to What's Up, Ocala. I'm your host, Andrea Praber. Okay, we are going to get into a subject this morning that is absolutely driving me crazy. There is this really disturbing trend on social media where um, random people are offering Airbnb or VRBO hosting or co-hosting as they're calling it for vacation rentals that they do not own. They're even strongly encouraging other people to do this because it's so easy making sure that you have a licensed real estate agent by your side can make all the difference in the world. Now, what about those that are like, oh, you know, I want to save a little bit of money and, you know, maybe getting someone that's unlicensed is not that big a deal. Well, I checked. I checked out what those individuals are charging and compared it against what our company company compensation is. And while, of course, not all companies are the same and they offer different compensation requirements or whatever, guess what I found out? It was often more than what we actually charge. That's right. A real estate brokerage with licensed, insured, educated, and background check property managers may actually end up saving you money right up front. Yep. Not only that, but real estate transactions of any kind, they can handle a significant amount of money, especially if you have more than one property you're asking them to manage for you. That means you need legal protection. When you work with licensed professionals, whether it's a general contractor, a roofer, or a real estate agent or property manager, we're all bound by strict regulations and ethical standards that are set by the DBPR. That's the Department of Business and Professional Regulation. There are literally millions of licenses that they actually oversee throughout the state of Florida. They ensure that we are held accountable for any unethical or illegal behavior during the course of the transaction. You can actually rest easy knowing that your interests are safeguarded and protected by the law. Did you know that licensees are actually required to have a a criminal uh, background check done? Yeah, it's done by the FBI. Um, But also a record of their fingerprints are kept by the DBPR. I I know this because at this point uh, they have mine five or six times over now because I hold several real estate related licenses. And I have to do the whole procedure, the whole process all over again for each one of those. So they, they've got my fingerprints. <laughs> Let's face it, real estate is complex and it can be very overwhelming. And that's what licensed real estate agents, that's where they come in. Uh, we've got extensive training and education in order just to obtain our license. And that helps us and it, it equips us to um, have a a deeper understanding of the real estate market, the property laws, contracts, negotiations, and all of the critical aspects of the home buying or selling or leasing process. Working with licensed professionals in whatever field means you have someone with the necessary expertise that's going to guide you through the entire journey to help you make well-informed decisions and provide you all of your options. 
In Florida, not only do we have to have mandatory education in order to get licensed, but we're also required to to take a set amount of continuing education each year per license before we're allowed to renew our license. So the question you should be asking in this scenario that I've talked about, this trend that's growing, is why is the person that is doing licensed activity not licensed? Why didn't they just go and get the license? Either they can't pass the state requirements or they don't, won't know that they can pass the state requirements. Or um, One of those requirements is a criminal background check, like I mentioned. Another requirement is uh, a state licensing exam, and it tests ethics, competency, and comprehension of essential real estate laws that affect you and your ability to get sued, and basic real estate math. These are all things that you want in a property manager. Integrity and trustworthiness are paramount in real estate. Absolutely paramount. Licensed agents are required to adhere to a very strict code of conduct. And this means that licensees are supposed to be committed to acting in your best interest by doing things like maintaining confidentiality, uh, disclosing any conflicts of interest, you can be confident that your licensed agent is dedicated to representing your interests faithfully and transparently and ensuring ensuring a smooth and fair transaction or else, because you have that ability, that or else when they're licensed. Market conditions can change rapidly. Staying informed is crucial for a licensee. They have to be up to date. They have to have access to information on the local market trends, recent sales and rentals and property values, their insights are supposed to empower you to make informed decisions and get the best possible deal. Whether you're buying or selling real estate or leasing or or renting out your property or whatever, knowledge is power and licensed agents have it in spades. In the unfortunate event of a dispute during a real estate transaction, Having a licensed agent can be a game changer for the entire thing. Uh, Not only are we skilled at mediating and helping resolve conflicts before they grow into huge lawsuits or big, huge deals between the parties, um, working diligently to protect your interests and finding a fair resolution is our goal. You can definitely rely on the expertise in negotiation skills just to help navigate all the bumps in the road. And there will be bumps in the road. There's no way not to have those. Every real estate transaction involves some level of risk. But when you're working with a licensed professional that's experienced, they can help mitigate those potential pitfalls. We're all trained to identify and address issues before they escalate into major problems. The licensee's real estate experience allows us to anticipate and handle challenges and it ensures a smoother and less stressful process for you, which is the goal. Real estate transactions do require also a significant amount of legal documentation, which have to be with a licensed individual on record for a set amount of years. Those are contracts, disclosures, agreements, all of that. Licensed agent 
agents are also well-versed in preparing, reviewing, and explaining those documents, ensuring that they comply with all of the laws and all of the regulations, even those that have recently changed. So this attention to those details can prevent costly mistakes and delays in the entire process. Okay, so you understand the importance. Hopefully I've got that across to you. The importance of working with a licensed professional, no matter what trade. So let's go ahead and talk about how to verify their credentials. First, you wanna check online with the DBPR. You go to myfloridalicense.com, very simple. There's a yellow button you can click when you scroll down the main first page where you can search using the agent's name or their license number and that confirms their current status. Also, do not hesitate to ask the agent directly for their license number. A licensed professional will gladly provide this information. Most have memorized those numbers and you can cross check it with the DBPR for validation. Do not hesitate to do this. We, we are not offended or we shouldn't be. You can also request a copy of their license. This is going even one step above and beyond. Legitimate agents are gonna happily share this document with you, further confirming their legitimacy. If they don't, that's a question mark. That's a huge red flag. Keep an eye out for official logos and symbols um, associated with the DBPR on any marketing materials as well. While we don't use it that much, it is something that will definitely showcase that they are licensed. Don't stop at just being licensed either. You can also inquire about their professional affiliations, special designations, and any kind of certifications that they have as well. Many licensed agents belong to organizations like the National Association of Realtors, NAR. This showcases their commitment to ethical standards and ongoing professional development. Not all licensed real estate agents are realtors, but all realtors are licensed real estate agents, if that makes sense. <laughs> realtors are licensees that have taken an extra step and had an oath, taken an oath of conduct. Um, and and they, they actually could be sanctioned or fined if there are complaints from the public about unethical or unprofessional behavior. Anytime there is a complaint against one of the members of the National Association of Real, uh, Realtors, their members um, are actually form a committee of their peers and they meet to discuss the issue and see if the realtor has violated what they call the code of ethics. And that's a code that they agreed to abide by when they joined NAR. If they find that the realtor has in fact done harm or acted unprofessionally even, they can be suspended for being a realtor. They could be forced to do additional education classes um, and they can even be fined as much as $25,000. That is over and above what the DBPR, the state of Florida can do on top of that. Another thing you can do is seek uh, to seek out referrals and read reviews from previous clients of theirs. Word of mouth recommendations and positive feedback are huge. Uh, we all love those in the real estate industry. Um, they're just a really good indicator that a licensed agent is reliable and they have a good quality of service. Finally, be very cautious of those red flags that we've been talking about. Any kind of reluctance to share license information, um, cash-only payments, uh, pressure to make quick decisions or, or kind of being pushy in any way, 
any kind of unethical practices. These could be signs of an unlicensed or just an unethical individual, and you should avoid working with them at all costs. So if I've convinced you that you should only hire a licensed real estate professional, great. That's awesome. I really, really hope that you listen to that. But what do you look for? in a good real estate agent. So let's go ahead and take it one step for, further. We're gonna go over seven things to look for and the questions that you can ask or things to look for to get the best results. First one is effective communication. It is crucial when working with a real estate agent. Look for someone who really listens to your needs instead of just talking about themselves. If they start talking about how great they are and how much they've sold and all this and that, they're not the one. They should communicate clearly and keep you informed throughout the entire process and really listen to your needs. A good agent should be responsive to your questions and concerns and be very proactive in providing information and updates. Don't look for them to know everything. That's impossible. But if you ask something and they said they don't know or they'll get back to you with the information, did they do it? How's their follow-up game? Check on that. That's the real, real sign. All right, number two, ethics. A good real estate agent adheres to high ethical standards and operates with professionalism. They should act in your best interest. They should maintain confidentiality and they should be very transparent about any potential conflicts of interest that they may have. You don't want somebody that's maybe tempted to take kickbacks as that will not be in your best interest. Check for additional education, designations, affiliations with reputable organizations like I mentioned before, the National Association of Realtors, NAR, or maybe the National Association of Residential Property Managers, known as NARPM. Check into those. If you see that they're members of those, they've gone above and beyond. Number three, local market knowledge. The real estate market can be very different from one neighborhood to another, okay? A good agent should have done a very thorough investigation and have a deep understanding of the local market, the trends, the recent sales, the property values, and any upcoming developments that are gonna affect the area, even roads or infrastructure changes. Those are huge. Any kind of new construction coming in. This knowledge is essential in helping you make informed decisions. So check and see how knowledgeable are they in your neighborhood? Do they know the recent sales or rentals in the area or what are the pros and cons of your living in your neighborhood? That's going to change how they market something. So they need to know this stuff. Number four, availability and accessibility. Look for an agent who is readily available and accessible when you need them. I'm not talking about if they went on a vacation once in the year or something like that, but what if they're really booked up and they don't have time for you? Real estate transactions can move very quickly and having an agent who can respond promptly can make a huge difference in the outcome. So if you called to schedule your first meeting and they were booked out with clients for a week or two, that's your sign. They don't really need your business. Number five, negotiation skills. Negotiations are a huge part of the real estate transaction all throughout it, not just at the beginning. And it's not just the price either, but also all of the terms, okay? A good agent should be a skilled negotiator. They're gonna advocate for your interests and they're gonna secure the best possible deal for you. 
Their ability to negotiate effectively can save you huge amount of money and time or even get you a higher seller selling price. So if you want to test their negotiation skills, negotiate your contract with them and see how far you get. If they fold like a wet paper plate at a barbecue, you may want to keep looking. Okay. If they can't even negotiate for themselves, just, mm. all right. Number six, tech savviness. This is a huge one today. In today's digital age, a good real estate agent should be tech savvy and they should use a whole host of modern tools and technology to enhance the buying or selling experience. They should be proficient in online marketing, social media, print marketing as well. Don't forget that. That's not a thing of the past. That's still current. Virtual tours and other innovative methods like maybe drone photography and live online open houses. All of these things should market properties effectively. So research the licensees online, check their online presence and their social media presence and other sales and rental listings that they have and see if what they're doing for those are what you want your home to be marketed as. All right, number seven, education. I cannot stress enough the difference between a licensee that is constantly striving to educate themselves and one that has no idea of any real estate law changes since 1999. Laws change change with the times and an educated real estate agent is going to keep up to date, not only to protect their customers and the public, but also themselves. Feel free to ask, when was the last time they took a class? And what was it about? What did they learn? Ask about it. Because if they're educating themselves, they're striving for excellence. By choosing the right agent, you can have a trusted partner by your side guiding you towards your real estate goals and getting you there all the way to the finish line. Okay, that's it. I'm off my soapbox for now. (laughs) Right now, we're going to go ahead and take a short break. And when we get back, we're going to talk stats for residential sales this week here in Marion County and fun stuff to do this weekend. So come back for that. At Great Expectations Realty, we believe that you should expect more from your real estate experience. When you hire a realtor to sell your home, you should expect experienced advice on staging your home, professional photography, aerial photos, virtual video tours, and a national presence online to advertise your home to the largest pool of buyers. Your realtor should communicate from start to finish. And always remember, this is your home. You are in the driver's seat. We believe that if you aren't happy with our efforts, you should be able to fire us. We don't have cancellation fees, and our sellers never pay transaction fees either. Great Expectations Realty. Expect more from real estate. Welcome back. All right, before we get into the sales stats this week, I want to ask a small favor. If you're enjoying this program, please just let us know. The website here at the radio station is classichitsocala.com. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, please, you can go ahead and leave us a comment in the description below. If you are a fan and truly think that we have helped you or educated you or just entertained you in some way, share. Share the show with someone else. Um, We don't have some kind of huge, massive, crazy budget for advertising, okay? We're small town, local business. So mostly we're using word of mouth uh, to get us out there. So help us, help get us out there. Um, If If you think someone would benefit from the show as well, 
share, share, share. And if you're on YouTube, click subscribe if you haven't already. Now let's go ahead and jump into those real estate stats for this week here in Marion County. Over the last seven days, here are the stats. Currently, there are 2,318 homes available and ready to purchase. Lots of houses, so there's plenty to go out there and see. New listings that hit the market this week, we have 213. Price increases 18. That's pretty low considering lately it's been going ticking quite a bit up higher than that. Price decreases 260. I know that seems like a lot, but we've been in the 300s not too long ago. Back on the market, we had 71. Sold, we had 230. Expired, we had 17. Leased, again, zero. Pending, 258. It's quite a few houses that went under contract, so buyers are still be buying. Temporarily off the market, we had 16. Withdrawn, we had six. Canceled, we had 36. So 36 listings were just, nope, not going to sell right now. Hmm. National average interest rate is 7.703% for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage, which is ticked down a bit from that 8% we were seeing not long ago. The 15-year is at 7.03%, so you definitely want to take a look at that and see if you may qualify for a 15-year. What can we do today? Well, every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the corner of 3rd and 3rd, there's the downtown market, which is free. There's vendors for fresh produce, food trucks, live music, coffee, and mimosas. It's pet-friendly. It's kid-friendly. There's arts. There's crafts. There's a playground. There's a splash pad across the street. It's great. Rock and Roll Reignited is going on at 7.30 tonight at the Riley Arts Center. This youth group has been taking the country by storm with their amped up renditions of classic hit songs from legends like Buddy Holly, Elvis Presley, Roy Orbison, The Beatles, Richie Valens, Jerry Lee Lewis, and more. These guys will have you singing and dancing along at any age. And they're definitely going to have things shook up quite a bit maybe even causing a riot and leaving you completely blown away. Kayak and coffee. You missed this one, which was looking at the, oh, I don't know if I can pronounce this right, Chassahawitska River. Oh boy. These monthly outings are Central Florida's scenic rivers are ideal for beginners and those interested in nature and wildlife viewing. The Riders of the Wind Circus is also going on, and that's over at Grand Oaks Resort. The Riders of the Wind are daredevil horse acts and circus. You can join in the adventure. It is fun for all ages. There are dog acts, cat agility, acrobatics, trick riding, which I would really love to see. There's comedy and a chance to ride a camel. This will keep everyone riveted. Beautiful covered venue out at the Grand Oaks Resort. So have some fun in the shade. Now, what about tomorrow? Tomorrow, we have the Sunday brunch at the Hilton of Ocala. Uh, it is still going on. I did check to make sure. So if you've not made your reservations, definitely do so. It's every Sunday from 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. You can start your Sunday off right with famous house-made Bloody Marys and choose from made-to-order omelets and Belgian waffle stations, as well as Norwegian smoked salmon, fresh vegetables, and garden salads, some local cheeses, some seasonal fruit and some desserts. Chef's creation of hot entrees and there is that dessert table. It's an entire table. All while enjoying a delicious serenade by the incomparable songstress 
Miranda Madison, who will be setting the mood with jazzy melodies and smooth, mellow grooves. So you don't want to miss out on that. I know they had a little bit of an issue over there where a visiting uh, 16-year-old allegedly uh, got upset with her mom a few weeks ago and um, set fire to the couch in the hallway, causing some significant damage to the hotel. Again, this is allegedly, this is, uh, I don't know, our alleged delinquent was from another state and was visiting and um, was not too thrilled and decided to share that unhappiness, apparently. So (laughs) anyway, uh, yeah, that damage has been mitigated, if not taken care of. So they are still doing the Sunday brunch out there. So if you've been holding back, you're not really sure, I checked to confirm and it is on. So go on out there and enjoy your Sunday brunch tomorrow. That's it for us. This is a Great Expectations Realty. So if you would like to catch our show again, we will be back next week, Saturday at 10 a.m. And we will talk about real estate. And I believe next week we're going to be talking about some schools in the area and getting a little deeper dive into what the public schools are like around here and uh, just more information for anybody that's new here or maybe new to the schools if your kids are young. That will be next week, so come on in to join us for that at 104.7 Classic Hits Ocala, or you can check us out on our YouTube channel. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to What's Up Ocala? Follow us all week on Andrea Praber's YouTube channel and TikTok. We'll see you next week at 10 a.m. on What's Up Ocala.